Well, hello, welcome to the Preacher Dad Podcast. My name is Jared and I am the Preacher Dad. Maybe not the only one out there, but I am a Preacher Dad at least. And I blog at PreacherDad.com on everything from parenting to politics to preparation. So if you are interested in those subjects or something halfway in between, go over to PreacherDad.com and check us out. You can sign up for the Preacher Dad post. You can check out some of our articles there, and uh, uh, you can also listen to archives of the program. I am headed home today, and uh, I was thinking about something I'd like to share with you, my uh, my loyal listeners, my faithful few, my awesome audience. Can you tell I like alliteration? Anyway, I'd like to share something with you I've been thinking about since Easter. Since Easter, I was um, I was contemplating the thief on the cross. You remember the thief on the cross? Uh, Jesus is on the cross. He's between two thieves. One thief mocks him and says, "Yeah, you know, if you are the Son of God, why don't you deliver yourself and us?" And the other thief, the other thief on the cross, he says, he rebukes the first thief and says how can you do that we we are, we deserve what we're getting but this man has done no wrong and then the thief that second thief looks at Jesus and says lord remember me when you come into your kingdom and i was struck by that statement more this year than than any other time and i can't remember if it's something my pastor said or just something that occurred to me that the Holy Spirit brought to me um, directly right here from the Bible without any in-between or middleman just right straight to you today I can't remember how it came up but it just really jumped out at me what this thief is saying think about this now these two guys well these three guys are on the cross now the cross is to this day even in modern times the most horrific way to die there is no way that man has ever invented that causes more suffering in a form as a form of execution than hanging someone on the cross you basically you died slowly from suffocation because your lungs filled with fluid but you are hanging <laughs> on a wooden cross from your ankles and your feet you had nails in you and anyway it's just horrific so these guys are both hanging on the cross and this thief he's he's hanging there and he speaks he says his mind he speaks what's on his mind and one thing that he reveals by his statement is that he believes Jesus to be innocent now, we don't know if he was getting, you know, news reports in jail or if he was, you know, just recently arrested and maybe he heard Jesus teaching or we don't really know a whole lot about his backstory, but somehow or another, he had probably heard about Jesus or maybe even heard Jesus teach at some point. And he believes Jesus to be innocent. And then he says to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Now, first of all, he calls him Lord so he is recognizing the authority the Lordship of Christ uh, 
that that many other people were ignoring. I mean, Jesus is dying on the cross, but that doesn't doesn't affect this thief. He still believes Jesus to be Lord. And then he believes that one day Jesus will come into his kingdom. This means that he knows Jesus is the Messiah. He believes that Jesus is the Messiah and one day will have his kingdom. In spite of the fact that Jesus is dying on the cross in front of his eyes, he still believes one day this man will come into his kingdom. Now, we're not really told whether or not he believed it would be a kingdom after death or a kingdom on the earth or uh, if he had a full understanding of what the kingdom of God really meant and, and all of that. But for whatever reason, what we do know is that this thief believed that the death on the cross was not going to be the end for Jesus. That at least in the afterlife, Jesus would have a kingdom, would have authority, and that this thief was going to be there and would probably appreciate some kindness or, you know, some, some mercy shown unto him in this kingdom, or maybe being allowed to enter. But he's, he's believing that Jesus will rise again, or at least in some fashion or form, will come into his kingdom, that, that Jesus is the Messiah, that he is innocent of any wrongdoing, and that he is Lord, and that he will come into his kingdom in spite of the fact that he was hanging on the cross. And I think that just shows some incredible faith. No wonder Jesus looked at him and said, truly, I say unto you, today you will be with me in paradise. Today you and I will be in paradise together. I, I think that is only makes sense when you stop and meditate upon the depth of faith expressed by what that thief said. Jesus is dying in front of him and he still believes that there's a kingdom coming. So I don't know, that just inspired me and, and startled me almost to realize how much faith the thief had. He had more faith than the apostles did. Think about that. The apostles, Jesus' 12 best friends, Peter, James, and John, his three inner circle that witnessed his transfiguration, they see Jesus dying from afar. Well, they say that um, John was nearby with Mary, the mother of Jesus. He was the only one that had any anywhere close to enough courage to even get close. Everyone else had abandoned Jesus. They, they, were, they had just run. They were afraid of their own crosses. They were fearful and they, they had lost their hope. Every indication in Scripture is that all the other disciples did not believe anything else was coming. Even though Jesus told them, the third day I will rise again. He, I mean, he all but I mean, I can't remember if he said those words specifically, but he, he rebuked them later on. He said, did I not say to you that I would raise this temple up again in three days? I, you know, these disciples, they had a whole lot of information, a whole lot of knowledge, but they did not have faith. 
looking at Jesus hanging on the cross, they did not believe that he was going, that there was anything else, that, that their, their hopes were dashed, Jesus is dead, and we thought he was the Messiah this whole time. What were we thinking? But the thief on the cross, he had probably less knowledge than the disciples had, and he still sees Jesus dying on the cross, but in his mind and heart, he's got faith that Jesus will have a kingdom one day. And so he says, please have mercy on me, basically. He's saying, remember me when you come into your kingdom. When you are finally crowned as the Lord and master of, of the kingdom of God and just the absolute ruler, would you please remember me and, 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 and be kind to me, have mercy? He's expressing repentance. It's just this incredible conversion moment. And I've always looked at the thief on the cross as a as an illustration of the fact that it's not too late. Death, deathbed conversions work, folks. Deathbed conversions are real. They can be real. It's okay if you've abandoned God your entire life. Over and over and over again, you've just turned your back on Him, and now you're facing death. Maybe you've been diagnosed with cancer, or maybe some other disease, and the doctor's given you three months to live, or six months to live, or who knows what. You're facing death in the face. It is not too late to humble yourself and declare, Jesus is Lord, please forgive me of my sins and bring me into your kingdom. That, that God seeks after those who will humble themselves before Him and be willing to say, I was wrong. Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. You want to be, and, and a good friend of mine uh, used to say, I'm the same denomination as a thief on the cross. <laughs> I, just, I just love Jesus and I believe that He is the, he is the King. He is the Messiah, and I believe that He died for me. So that was it's just inspiring to me, and I hope that it's encouraged you. So, you know, go out there and have faith, and go out there and remember that nobody's beyond hope. Nobody's beyond hope until they have breathed their last breath. There's still hope for them to come to Jesus. There is still hope. Well, friends, God bless you. I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day and that we can see you again the next time on the Preacher Dad Podcast. God bless you.